Boy, that damn guitar be plucking on that damn thing. Right, right, right. Cha-cha-cha, it's your boy Wakamar in the building. You know who that guy is. What's good? Detroit Mail, the man with the grandmaster plan for IOW Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful Monday, wonderful Monday. I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Down in North Kakalaki, we here enjoying some great weather. Kakalaki. So some great weather. So, you know, uh, you know, I might hit the barbecue grill a little Uh-oh. bit later on. I know, I know. Break off that grill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's get all the preliminary shit, all the shit that pays to be a preliminary, preliminary is out the way. Y'all going over to the website, dot. I often wonder that kind of so you get all the information of anything IOW network related. Right, right. All the shows, IOW Sports Show, which you're watching right now with us, IOW Sports Late Night Owl Edition with your boy Wildcard Martin Night. Right, 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 right. Uh of course. I often wonder the podcast that started all the brainchild of all this uh, ILW network. Of course, we got uh, contributors from my boy Philip Riddick, right? Our Bob Daddy Cooks, right, right, right. Our boy L Jeffrey Moore coming through with LJ Presents, Bam. and the whole list of other content that is coming your way. Stay tuned. I'm telling you. Oh. And of course, most importantly, if you are an Apple iOS user, right, right. go on over to your Apple Store. Download the app. The IOW Network app is up, it's running, it's kicking, it's live, and it's hot. We got a lot of content on there, um, a lot of stuff that has been added for a lot of independent artists right, right. Um, that have been um, featured on the shows. Um, some majority of them have been featured on the show, so you can always go check out their content and, of course, go support them as well on their own personal pages. So now that we got all that out the way. All the way? Yeah, yeah, I think we got it all out the way. <laughs> Um, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, look, great, crazy weekend of sports. Right, uh, right. Jam-packed with sports. But the biggest thing we need to discuss out the way is that damn KD came back. Kevin Durant came back. Right. And damn it, he don't look like he missed a, not a nair beat. Not, not a, a nair Not a nothing. <laughs> <laughs> How does this man... Keep coming off an injury and just come back like, uh, uh, hey, I'm back next. <laughs> I mean, back, you see me? Yeah. So I mean, you know, I I, I guess he's okay. Same guy to me. I guess he's okay. So of course he caught he uh, logged 28 minutes, uh, right. went 12 for 21, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. two from three from downtown, right? Seven and eight from the free throw line. You know, grabbed six boards, four assists, two steals, right. even threw in a block. Mm. Most importantly, 33 points. Gee whiz, Wally. As the Brooklyn Nets defeated the Phoenix Suns 128 to 119. My goodness. Okay, so that throws all my damn, uh, <laughs> all my shit I had to say about the Nets last week. That throws it right out the window. <laughs> I mean, because Kyrie threw a 30 plus. Right. And then KD comes off the bench and does that in 28 minutes. Hey, looking good, man. Oh, my God. Goodness. 
Oh, I, I mean, hell, it, it's so unpredictable right now with the whole. And I gotta say this about the NBA: I've never seen so many injuries to to starters, and, and it's not just. I was thinking about team. that the other day. Yeah, it's not just one team. It's it's like across the whole league, right? And 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 I don't know what you contributed to. Of course, the, the shortest off season in NBA history, mm-hmm. um, pretty much seventy one days from uh, the last game of the NBA Finals, Game Six, right, to the start of this season in December. Um, so of course it's the shortest off season. Um, I don't know if that is a contributing factor. I don't know what it is, but it's like, you know, we know what the injury troubles with the Nets, right? You know, the Lakers injury issues been well documented, right? Uh, Joel and B for the Sixers been out. I right. mean, Ben Simmons is not even playing tonight. I mean, he had an illness, but he's missed time. Uh, Trey Young just went down for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, LaMelo ball just went down uh, for the Hornets. About a month ago, uh, right. but he's actually scheduled to might even come back, which actually helps them because mm-hmm. the Hornets are still in playoff contingent. Um, I mean, Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, uh, the Clippers, They, you know, if it ain't Paul George, then it's Kawhi or they flip flop back right. and forth. You know what I'm saying? So and then, of course, Jamal Murray with the, with the Nuggets. Injuries has been crazy. Brian? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, throw out a big name. Right. Just throw a name out there. Throw one out the hat, nigga. I think But 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 it's not many mm-hmm. like KD and LeBron that, that are coming back from injury. Right. That just, you know, uh, nothing. I'm still that nigga. You know, it, like, still that nigga. Still <laughs> nigga. Still that nigga. <laughs> I mean, what what do you do with that? I don't know, man. It's, I, I I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, now is it is it something that we just never paid attention to before? Mm-hmm. And that's why I seem like it's is a lot more, or is it really just a lot more injuries than usual? You know, because sometimes, you know, sometimes when you look at stuff, you know, things look different, and then you go back and really view it, you're like, oh, okay, it did happen happen that way. You just mm-hmm. seem just seem different because it's like in our face now. Yeah. Or is it really just a lot more injuries than normal? You know, because I look up, I'm like, dang, this guy injured. And I look mm-hmm. up, then you, you turn on, it, um, you know, your sports or you look at your feed on your phone. Yep. Dang, so and so injured. injured. Yeah. Do you look again? Dang, he injured, injured. you know? Yeah. And it's just like, it's like compiling, compiling injury after injury. Yeah. And so it had to do with the short season. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's conditioning because they seem to be, you know, conditioning. Oh, conditioning's fine. Yeah. First of all, I'm not worried about the condition of none of these players because right. all these teams are scoring minimum 100 points. Right. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I don't know. Is the, is the, is the way the game being played? What, what is it? Uh, I, you know what, now that you say that the game's being played, I mean, you really think about mm-hmm. it. If you're not, if, if your team doesn't have at least two to three shooters that can shoot outside, you're not mm-hmm. winning. Right. So, uh, it, it definitely, with the NBA, is more right outside game right and used to be inside mm-hmm. um so i mean that may be a contributing factor right. um i i don't want to say covid is is involved in none of this i don't think so i mean in my opinion. I, not the way that i guess so like look at if you look at stuff like a cam last year mm-hmm. you no know, you can say maybe covid contribute to some people, horrible some play. people might say that. I just think um, that well, see, so. but see what I'm saying. There's a difference between <laughs> yeah. a decline mm-hmm. in play and like he like his his cognitive ability was off. His whole game was you know what I'm saying? Gone. He just looked like he was just totally <laughs> gone. It was like 
if he was here before yeah. COVID. In the first four You know weeks. what I'm saying? Because usually, like, say if you're here, yeah. if you decline, it goes here and slowly. It's like he went here to, <laughs> right to the basement. You know what I'm saying? Just drop. Like, he was throwing passes in the dirt. I'm like, bro, what is up? Oh, my man. And, I mean, just some of the stuff he was doing. I mean, that's not a surprise, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. That just seemed horrible. I mean, it just seemed like from not here to all the way down. Don't trust. So, I, I get what you're saying. But, though. like, do we look at, you know, what's going on in the NBA? I don't see that kind of drop. Drop. So, I don't, I won't say that it's COVID. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, we never know. Because, you know, you keep hearing new things about COVID in you every day. So, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll discuss COVID. <laughs> COVID on, on the eye off the one because I still got my own thoughts and feelings about that whole <laughs> um, vaccination shit. But, you know, we'll leave that Maybe to the it. other show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with Kevin Durant, I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm looking at this game. I'm just like, well, damn, that just throws my whole theory out the water. Right. Right. And, and but let's look at it this way. So let's look at the East mm-hmm. in general right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we we, we oh, MB. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he Embiid is crazy because he'll get hurt, he'll miss time, but then he'll come back, and the Sixers are still in good standings. Right. And then he comes in and have a monster night, mm-hmm. but then he'll get nicked up again, and then right. he's out the lineup. So it's like, he need to do like uh, AD did. Just, just sit out. Just sit. Just sit and wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you only got like less than 12 games now. So, I mean, honestly, I it, it wouldn't be a, a bad idea because they're, they're not going to slip to that that playing tournament. Yeah, down they're to the that far. I mean, they're, they're, they're good the, enough to stay in a pretty good position. Yeah, because you're two right now. Right. The, the, I think the most you'll slip is maybe four to five. Right. And so, I mean, I would just like, man, just don't even worry about it. Just, just get, wait to the playoffs. Get, 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 get healthy. But I mean, but, but let's look at the East. Mm-hmm. You know, it, everybody used to say, "Oh, the West is so strong. The right. West is so strong." Now it looks like the balance is starting to even out, and it's and, getting there. And yes, and and I will say, maybe some of it is due to injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if you look at the Knicks and the Hawks, where they're sitting at, right? You put them in the West; they're sitting right with the Lakers mm-hmm. and and um and Denver, right? And teams around that area sitting. So it looks like the the power shifting is starting to look a little bit more equal. Mm-hmm. You can contribute that to to injuries, of course. You know, AD still trying to acclimate back, right? Of course, Bron. You know, probably like a week, a couple of weeks out, mm-hmm. um, he'll probably come back like the last like four or five games left in the regular season mm-hmm. just to get the rust off, right? But I, I think he's more closer to returning than. Any other star, mm-hmm. but it, I didn't even see KD just coming back out of it, just out of the blue. It was like KD's returning, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, KD did what he did. I'm like, oh, that changes everything that Her I thought name. about the East. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, look, of course, the biggest story. Oh, you New York heads up top, mm-hmm. they are going crazy right now. When's the last time you heard so much buzz with the Knicks, man? When's the last? Not time? since you ain't in there. <laughs> <laughs> John Starks was still John playing. Stark, <laughs> Oakley. Oakley. Right. <laughs> Allen Houston. Yeah. They, that's the last time you really heard about him. Um, Johnny Newman for a minute when he was there until he got traded. So, yeah, I mean, they had a um, – that's the last time I really heard about a buzz around the Knicks. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, I think it's good for, for basketball when big market teams like the Knicks and the Lakers do well. 
No, no, you're right. You're you right. know, especially with the Knicks, because they just been sucking for so long. And oh my gosh, that's, and that's you know, for them to have such a you big being, market, you, you being real friendly with that. One. <laughs> I'm saying, but if you for them have <laughs> such a trash. such a big a big market, big payroll, be able to pay mm-hmm. somebody. It's like they couldn't attract nobody to come there. Yeah. for a while they lost out on Kyrie. They lost right. out on KD. Yeah, it's like oh, we ain't going there. Well, I, well, I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. I think Kyrie and KD would have went to New York mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Dolan. Well, that could be. He, yeah. he, he just right. Some, he some some of his antics is just like I'm good. Really, bro? He about to go to Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, let's. Yo, we gonna go to New York. Just not the Knicks, but I mean, <laughs> it's not going to Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> not Manhattan. We gonna go to Brooklyn. Right. Um, but uh, so the Knicks literally are on fire right now. The mm-hmm. story of the whole NBA. Um, I mean, not in a row, bro. Yeah. Not in a row. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, I look, I don't say what you want, who they play, whatever, but they win. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, uh, I don't know how they, how they managed to get this quick turnaround in such a short time. I say this though, the good thing about the Knicks now yeah. for their organization is that they now that they're looking good and they looking, you know, like they playing well and can't and probably will make the playoffs, mm-hmm. that may attract other players to come in the coming years. Yeah. You know, because you know, they want to pe- one or two pieces away to compete highly in the East. You know, not just be like a fourth or a fifth, yeah. But like you know, contending for that second to first place, yeah. On spot, they keep playing like this and get a couple pieces at it. Yeah, I'm, of course, the biggest piece that that uh, the of the cog has got that locomotive going in New York is of course Julius Randle, right? I mean, you know, I, I think we've all been the agreeing. Kept now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> don't even get, say bro, don't even get me started <laughs> on that. <laughs> Because and and I blame Magic for that one because mm-hmm. when he was uh, uh, player personnel and, and, and right. all that and and I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, drafted Lonzo Ball, right? Um, he did draft Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, got D'Angelo Russell in there mm-hmm. and got high picks and none of them on the roster. Right? Got Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he had that that uh, gruesome leg injury, but still, it's like. Come on, like, you know, pieces that are doing well on the teams. And I'm like, you used to be purple and gold, but, you know, right. I, I digress. Right. But Julius Randle is having a phenomenal season. Yes. Um, um, you know, literally playing out of his mind and, and just being – biggest thing, he's been consistent all year. Mm-hmm. All year. Um, you know, always been able to, to uh, account for him. To make the big plays for the Knicks, right? Um, we'll, we'll see how how this story goes with the Knicks. Of course, um, we'll see um, if they can go for win number ten. They do have a a very very um, tough matchup with the Phoenix Suns tonight. Of course, coming off that uh, thrashing uh, to the Brooklyn Nets uh, due to KD coming <laughs> and just blowing people's plans up. So, right, right. Um, well, you know, I, I'm not going to say the win over the Suns legitimized your streak, but it's a good win. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it's a finals preview because I don't see 
the Knicks or the Suns making it to the finals, but you never know. I mean, we've seen stranger things. If you live in in Arizona, New York, you would. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, of course, you know, having those franchises believing in, you know, by their cities, respective cities, of course, that, you know, that's what they're going to think. But, you know, let's be realistic. Let's, let's, you know, kind of, you know, put the wraps on that. But, you know, I I think tonight's going to be a, um, a good measure stick for both teams. Right. Um, because especially if you're Phoenix, if you can beat the Knicks, you know, um, but they didn't really get their ass handed to it by the Nets, but you know, you, you didn't, you didn't win, but you know, you, you can com- start comparing what you could possibly see if you make it to the finals. Right. Cause I, you know, I, I'm on, I'll go on the record and say that the Knicks are a legitimate contender in the East now. I mean, <laughs> You can say that. You can say that. I mean, yeah. you can say they 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 one of those teams that right now where they playing, you might not want to see them mm-hmm. in certain situations in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, the way they're playing now, they can keep that up. They can be one of those teams that if you sleep on them, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's just the next big. Yeah. We, 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 that's, that's a win. Yeah. And you, before you know it, you down three nothing in the series. Yeah. I, I don't know? think you can do that. You can't do that. No right. More. So I think, no, like I said earlier, they're a few pieces away for being a legit one or two seed in that conference. Oh, yeah. In the uh, Eastern Conference. Oh, legit. Oh, you, you know, you get no argument. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's good. It's good for the Knicks. It's good for the, for the NBA. Mm hmm. Um, because they, like I said, they've been forgotten about for so long. And then when Brooklyn got their big three, it's like, yeah, uh, they got another team. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I, and I forgot to mention about this with the Nets. Spencer Dinwiddie hadn't even played all the majority of the season. Right. You know, and of course we, we'll, we'll get more in depth on the, um, um, James Harden injury mm-hmm. uh, in the further weeks. But you know, um, with, with that, so with, with a lot of injuries, because at the beginning of the season, you know, there was some clear runners of MVP. Yo, you yeah, know, you're gonna believe it. it's gonna so and so. You know, it James Harden MVP. Mm-hmm. LeBron, LeBron MVP. Joel, yeah, Joel MVP. So now, the way Steph is playing. Oh my gosh! And with the injury. Oh my gosh! And then you got oh, and Lamella was gonna be Rookie of the Year. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, what, that, that so, was a no brainer, <laughs> right? So what it so with the injuries and the way Steph is playing, is there a clear MVP with Steph? Honestly, okay, you count out those ones I mentioned earlier, uh, before because they've been injured. I'll say this, and I and I need to I need to everybody to understand where I'm coming understand from. Understand this nigga MVP to right. me, mm-hmm. most valuable player. Okay, so so to me, when when you throw in the V part of mm-hmm. that valuable, okay, as in as in worth value mm-hmm. uh, importance to okay. me. And that's what that means to me of a player mm-hmm. and what they mean to a team. Okay. So I can easily say Julius Randle could possibly be MVP because let's be honest, mm-hmm. Julius Randle off the New York Knicks right now. Okay. He's that valuable to that team, to their success. You can argue that. Yeah. Even Steph. I mean, you know, so the sort of fans in New York was chanting, oh, MVP to Julius Randle, he's on mm-hmm. the free throw line. I get it. So in my opinion, I think you have to put Julius in that bucket. Boom. Okay. All right. Steph, mm-hmm. let's be honest. 
That may, first of all, the month of April, the man is going nuts. Right. All right. Look, look, the man has shot a record, beat James Harden record of dropping 83 threes in a month. Mm-hmm. In a month. All right. And the crazy thing is, Warriors still got two more games left in the month. <laughs> so he's about <laughs> to shatter that record. Right. So, again, valuable. Take Steph off the Warriors right now. Okay. I mean, valuable. You can't. Uh, the, the, ben said Chris Paul. Honestly, I wouldn't. I'm I'm not going to agree with you. I, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you, Vince. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I am 100% an advocate of putting Chris Paul in that conversation. Not because of stats. Well, see, here's, here's what I think with when you deal with yeah. uh, mainstream commentators and stuff like that, yeah, I think they get enamored by the stats. Not just the stats, but the, uh, what's what I want to use? What they see. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, when you see teams like, let's let's say when they was mentioning Hart, no, the, the, the Nets was winning. Yeah. The Nets was looking strong. You know, so everybody was like, oh, he's the clear one. He's the clear one. But, you know, when you look at Phoenix, they just kind of chug along steady and lose a few, but still chugging along steady, you yeah. know. So it's, it don't look pretty. It, it may not look pretty, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people, effective, man. I'm saying? So a lot of people yeah. downplay the value of Chris Paul. Which is foolish to me. You know, it's foolish they, to they give that. him his props, but they don't really – Hype him up like the hype of the rest of the players. But if you look at, like we had mentioned before, when he go to teams, mm-hmm. he elevates the player. He, he, elevate he elevates the team. You period. know what I'm saying? He elevates the team. So he, he, he's that doing be, it again, right? So <laughs> this, this is third team in a row. But you don't even hear his, you don't hear his name mentioned when it comes to and, MVP. And guess what? The people that don't mention his names is usually fools. All right, <laughs> right, fools. So that that that's my biggest thing when you talk about when you look at. Uh, you know, MVP. So go back to the teams that you mentioned. If you take that particular, these particular players off of teams, how would those teams look? If you take Harden off the Nets, mm-hmm. and that's still winning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Who else was mentioned? Uh, say You say Julius Randle. Yeah. When you take Julius Randle off that team, how does the Knicks look? Oh, I don't even want to imagine what the Knicks will look like. You know, Without if you take if you take Steph, uh, Steph off off the Warriors, yeah. And don't get me wrong, the Warriors, of course, it's a down year. They've mm-hmm. had injuries, right? I get that, but with these new rules, with the playing tournament, mm-hmm. they're still in there. But look, I mean, you take you look at from, let's take a step further. Yeah, if you take the if you take Steph off the Warriors, they're not even watchable. Oh no, not you know what I'm saying? Not even they're not even watchable. Not um, even. Going back to Vince's point, if you take Chris Paul off the Suns, what they look like? They look like the Phoenix Suns. Right. <laughs> of old. <laughs> of old. <laughs> uh, that Phoenix Suns team in, in between Charles Barkley and this year. Right. <laughs> That's right. what they look like. So <laughs> I, it's kind of it's kind of baffling me why they're not mentioned in the MVP conversation. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't understand. I mean, why? Um, not they, but why? Chris Paul's not mentioned in the MVP conversation. Yeah, you know it's just it's it just baffles me. But that's that's how mainstream is. They 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 get caught up on somebody drop drop a little soundbite and everybody grab their coattails and ride it. And and so and, you say James Harden, 
Yeah, that sounds good. And everybody, every show you turn on, they talking about James Harden. You say KD, everybody grab that and they talking about KD. And they run mm-hmm. with it. And I and, and I get that it. It, because it, the biggest names is what's sexy, right. I guess. Right. But but to, but to prove my point, Julius Randle, very important mm-hmm. to the Knicks. Uh, Steph Curry, very important to right. the Warriors. Chris Paul, very important to the Phoenix Suns. So let me ask you this question. Even even Jokic. Oh, Jokic. Nikola Jokic mm-hmm. for the Nuggets. He's very important, especially right now, knowing mm-hmm. that you're not getting Jamal Murray back. Right. At all. Right. Very now, his important. name has been mentioned a couple of times. Well, but he deserves it because right. not only has he been very important to just the Nuggets, his mm-hmm. numbers are there too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he's getting double-doubles just mm-hmm. about every time he walks on the court. Right. So, he has the numbers and the importance of the value of him. Mm-hmm. To, to back up his name being right. in that pot. But so let me pose this question to you. Yeah, go ahead. If a player, let's take MB for for instance. Yeah. As great as his play has been, mm-hmm. does injury mess up his chance for being MVP? Oh, most definitely. Because but, it, but going back to the original definition. Okay. I got you. I got you. He's still valuable. He is. You know what I'm saying? But the team still winning without him. Yeah, but, and, and that's what I'm saying. I, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't know the reason why it is like that, but the team is still winning. So Embiid has missed his time. Philly has only stayed at either position one or two mm-hmm. the whole year mm-hmm. in the East. That's with Embiid missing time. Right. So yes, you're important, mm-hmm. but if if your team is still you know in in great position and still winning without right. you, ain't it? I'm not saying it's his fault that he's not. Oh, you can't do nothing. Yeah, they, you just can't do nothing about it. But I mean, the, the team is still is is still in a great position. They're still, you know, great in their odds to to be a top team in their in their respective conference. Right. So I mean, I, unfortunately, I, and I'm and I'm not going to take and be off that ballot mm-hmm. because when he when he is on the court, you know, his numbers show and reflect that he right. deserves to be in the conversation but i mean <laughs> but if you're talking about value you know uh, his value is slightly decreased this year because the team is still successful without him mm-hmm. I, I mean it that's just the circumstances you know it's weird to say that because you know it's easy to say that joel Embiid is important of course mm-hmm. he's very valuable to a team but I mean, if the team success is is kind of diminishing your value this moment in time, then that's just what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> that's just what it is. So, what about uh, Lamelo and Rookie of the Year? Does his injury take him out of the conversation of Rookie of the Year? Mm, now that's a tough one because you can easily say, "Oh, Anthony Edwards deserves it." But, yeah, he came on kind of late. You know, he started off kind of slow. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? And um, LaMelo was looking good. He started hot. You know, he was looking good and stayed hot until he got injured. Yeah. So is it fair to take him out of the conversation because he got injured? Well, I mean. And let me let you say, let me say, finish the part. Yeah, go ahead. I think, I think it it does. You can't do nothing about injury. There's nothing you can do about that. No. But if a person. Maybe it's, personal little thing. Right, right. But yeah. in general. Yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if, if a person looking great up until his injury, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Can you, is it really fair to take them out of that conversation because they got injured? Now, if they got injured at the beginning of the year, 
I can kind of understand it because you don't know what that year would have looked like if they played the full. But if, if they play half a season, yeah, or three quarters of a season and get injured, yeah, is it fair to take them out of that conversation? Because you've seen a good, uh, you know, you got a good sample size of what they look like that year. When you, when you get up to have a season or more, yeah. you got a good sample size of what they look like. You got a good idea what, you know, what they're going to transition right. to. I yeah. mean, it's, it's highly unlikely. It can happen that you got a quarter of the season left, they're going to totally just bottom out. Yeah. You know. That's a possibility. So, uh, is it fair? I just use him as an example, but I'm talking about in general now. Is it fair to take people out of that conversation of any kind of rookie of the year MVP if they looking strong up until that injury, I'll say this. Okay. In my opinion, Anthony Edwards was a clear cut second choice as rookie of the year. Okay. Since Lamelo has been out, mm-hmm. I can't really say that Anthony Edwards has just blown that conversation out the water. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like he okay. hasn't. He hasn't really like. Played out of his damn mind that you know there's right. no that he, that there's if, no if doubt. Melo was playing, he would surpass him. Yeah, to me, there's just no doubt that you know he he his impact will be greater as as rookie of the year or or his. I just, in my opinion, I just don't think Anthony Edwards has just locked down rookie of the year. Okay, I mean, I know it's two weeks left. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if Lamelo's going to make it back in time mm-hmm. for the rest of the season, uh, but but. You know, of course, we don't like to live in hypothetical, mm-hmm. but hypothetically, he comes back for the last two weeks of the season and he picks up where he left off. Right. And if that happens, there's no way you can give that to Anthony Edwards. Okay. Um, Vince said, um, you can't do that. You can't do that, Mel. In that case, LeBron's still MVP top candidate. <laughs> and, but and, and I'm just raising this question. I'm not saying yeah, it right, yeah, right yeah, or wrong, yeah. but I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I guess my thing is, even with even LeBron's case, if if he's playing to that degree up until, and I'm talking about the time timing, so as you know, like LeBron injury, we wasn't at halfway point. Okay, but I, I we went at the halfway point. But, but I got okay. you right here. Uh-huh. LeBron, you could throw his name in with MB situation. Yeah, well, because because he's or though. Because look, we know LeBron's. His value, mm-hmm. we know his importance to a franchise. Right, we we know that. Okay, but the Lakers still ain't out of it. Right, you know. But here's a, here, and I, I throw this in too. They, they went from two C just I to throw five. This in too. Look at the play of the Lakers. Okay, without to the AD, I got you. I got you. And then now without LeBron, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Now, like I said. I'm not saying either or. I'm just posing the question yeah, for, for, you know, sake of discussion. Yeah. But, like, to Van's point, if LeBron played three quarters of that season, of this season. Majority. He, he has played majority of the season. Yeah. Now he's hurt. If he was a clear front runner. At that point. At that point. But he wasn't, though. So you got a good sample size. But he wasn't a I'm clear just saying, if he was, at that point. If he was, I, I, but yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying. I, if get, he was, I get what you're saying. If, he, if he's blowing yeah. everybody out the water. Yeah. Three quarters into the, the season's over. Where you only got a quarter of the season left. Why would you take it from him? No, you, you bring up a fair point. You know? I, I all I'm saying is I, I understand your your theory and where you're mm-hmm. in the point of conversation where right. you're going with it. Mm-hmm. It's just that at the same time, 
Joel Embiid and LeBron, both of their respective teams, mm-hmm. have still managed to stay afloat without them. And and with the Lakers' point, mm-hmm. without Bron and AD, right now they they want they didn't look the greatest, right? But they won game here. They may have lost game here, okay. but they won game here. But they may have lost game here. But I, I, I was still not. Floating. I guess my point with Embiid, I was not really. Halibri, oh, I'm about missing two names again. LeBron and Embiid. Halibri, Embiid. Embiid to me, because of his in and out, in and out, mm-hmm. he was not a close MVP candidate for me. For me, I'd have put him in the conversation. I wouldn't have I mean, gave yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, he could have been I a conversation, you. but if, if I had five players, he'd been number five. Okay, that's fair. You know. Because, you know, you can't see where he is viable to yeah. that team. If it was the Heisman Trophy race, he get invited to New York. Right, he, he get the invitation. <laughs> yeah. He get to wear the suit that day. He not walking out with a trophy. You know what I'm saying? But I hope you like New York. Dude. Right. Like New York. <laughs> get you a Nathan's hot dog, nigga. Because you ain't getting the trophy. <laughs> you know Dirty saying? dog. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think with his injury in and out, in and out mm-hmm. it was hard to get a good Glimpse, glimpse of what he could be. I got you. You know that's fair, but I'm saying one injury playing majority of the season, mm-hmm. and if you're looking good, yeah, can you really take that title away for somebody? I mean, that's 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 just my question. I got you. You know now, I'm I'm not I'm not pointing any particular person out. I'm just raising it as a discussion about the MVP. Or or Rookie of the Year award, yeah. You know, if someone's looking good up to a certain point, point. yeah, I got you. Is it fair to swipe that from? Them? And and to your point, unless there's somebody that now you got two players that's neck and neck, and 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 that goes to my point with Lamelo and, and Anthony Edwards because you got a point there, man. I, I give you that. To your point, mm-hmm. I would keep it with Lamelo because I don't think Anthony Edwards has done anything to just blow anything out the water and just say, oh, Anthony Edwards is Rookie of the Year, right? Oh. Um, Van said, "Without Embiid, Philly don't get past the second round." I, I agree. Oh, oh yeah, I agree. No arguments. And, 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 and that, <laughs> no and, arguments. That adds to his value. Value in that to, moment. To that, that, to that situation. Value, that value of that team. You know, so that adds to his value. Now, can we talk about this? In, NBA needs to do their awards after the finals because. Well, I guess he, the reason he, why they do it. But go ahead. I, go hear ahead, me out. Go ahead. So. When Greek Freak won his MVP, mm-hmm. Milwaukee didn't even come close to the finals. Okay. Um, with Steve Nash won his MVPs. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know what the Phoenix done. They didn't, they didn't right. even come close to the finals. Right. Um, you know, to me, if you're so valuable, mm-hmm. like show your worth, not just in the regular season mm-hmm. when you're just trying to get into the position of getting to a championship, right. but show me your value and your worth when it really Matters. matters okay so that's why i think the nba should take all their awards mm-hmm. and move it back after the finals or or at least up to the finals okay because even if your team even if you got even if you're in the mvp race mm-hmm. and your team makes it to the eastern conference final or western conference finals mm-hmm. to me you still show value that i can still get it done okay um but i i'm kind of leaning towards after the finals well, I think what they reason why they do it that way, so yeah. you get a regular season award and then you get a playoff award. Then if they do that, I'm cool with that. Because he knows how you get somebody to be, they get the finals MVP. Yes, yes, get, yes. So I think that's why they I'm do cool it. I'm cool with that. that. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. If you separate them, regular season and, and playoffs, I'm 
totally cool with that uh-huh. because not always your your regular season MVP. Sometimes they they are like uh what what Russell Westbrook when he won is mm-hmm. went to uh, Oklahoma City one and done right got bumped out right in the first round or something like that right you know what I'm saying so to me that that kind of it, it doesn't taint your MVP but I don't respect it as much <laughs> you know what I'm saying I don't, it, I, I just don't feel that it it, it 100% legitimizes your your MVP award. Okay. You know, especially if you're not even getting close to the finals. Like, what are we doing? You know, I, I just feel that way. I, I agree, man. I agree. I, um, You know, but like I said before, I think that just looking at some of these teams, mm-hmm. you know, Brooklyn looks hot when KD came back, like you mentioned. They, they just threw AD came back. Lakers don't look so hot. Oh my God! That's and I know I heard some people say that um, you know he waiting to get acumented and all that stuff, but I'm like, bruh, mm. you it, need to hurry up. It's two different things, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's literally night and day what those team, what those two teams look like when they getting people back from injuries. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I I'm thinking when we get uh, when the Lakers get AD back, I'm like, all right. All right, we about to pick the pick the ball back up, start mm-hmm. getting it cracking, and then AD's return. I was just like, uh. And then the second game, it was like, uh, mm-hmm. it's a little bit better. But, right. uh. but how you, you blow a 17-point lead, bro. Man, come on, man. You know, a 17-point lead. You got you you gotta you gotta win that game. Oh, without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? And then then, then the you lose by double digits. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we spot you 17. <laughs> We're gonna take that 17 back. You know what I'm saying? Plus mo. Plus, plus mo. <laughs> plus mo. Right. But just can't. But yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like Brooklyn look hot, man. They just, they just look the, as the hotter team. And, and and New York look hot too, but I'm just saying. Hey, low key, mm-hmm. Atlanta Hawks look hot. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't expecting that because Trey Young's having this little injury, mm-hmm. little situation, and I'm thinking uh, that might be the end of them. But, but, but yeah, you're right. But Lou Williams, I mean, is mm-hmm. is a respectable uh, you know, guard in, in the league. And mm-hmm. He's helped manage to keep the, the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, they're they're right there. Um, only reason why they're not tied with New York Knicks is because the Knicks have the uh the uh better uh divisional or conference record. Right. So that's why because they got the same overall record, but right. New York has a better Eastern Conference record. So mm-hmm. they're ahead of them. So I mean, the East is starting to really, you know, you take your top five teams, they're they're starting to look comparable to the West. So that that that's Scale of balance is starting to even out. I mean, now quote getting closer to the playoffs, playoffs. is starting to balance out. So, right. I'm actually excited to see what's going to happen with the NBA right. when we get closer to the playoffs. These last two weeks, it was pretty much just jockeying, mm-hmm. and and you know, and then of course, teams seven through ten, they're doing their own jockeying too. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, with this whole little in playoff tournament, I'm still not a fan of this shit. But whatever. <laughs> but man, you know, you know, us look hot though, man. Man, say it. Uh, Fernando Tatis Junior. Junior. Oh my God, he looking good. I gotta say this. Mm-hmm. Now I love baseball. I watch baseball. You right. know, you saw me. I was right. watching the, the Tigers Royals mm-hmm. game right. coming into the studio. The Tigers don't look hot. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just watched y'all. Um, I saw. But um, you know, if you're not a fan of baseball. If you if you get a chance to see any two teams play together, watch the Los Angeles Dodgers versus the San Diego Padres. 
Big brother. It's little, little brother. brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, it reminds me of Michigan State in uh, in, in Michigan. Right. Because uh, Michigan powerhouse for years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as somehow Michigan State starts getting some wins, start feeling good about themselves. This right. is almost the same scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, but it, this rivalry kind of started back last year. Um, mm-hmm. They met in divisional mm-hmm. game in the playoffs, and then they had a hell of a series. But you're they met, I think, twice already this year. So this past weekend and the weekend before that. And every game is literally coming down to the wire. Right. And you're getting fantastic uh, games. You're getting fantastic matches with pitchers versus hitters. Mm-hmm. Like, I love this Trevor Bauer versus uh, Fernando Tatis thing. Right. Because spring training, Trevor Bauer, you know, he's feeling cocky. He's, <laughs> he's shutting the eye while he's pitching. Right. And Tatis, Tatis. took him deep. Mm-hmm. And he and ran then, out of base. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I got to say this about baseball, and, and I'll get to Fernando Tatis mm-hmm. in a second. So what's been crazy about marketing baseball is that they tried for years to to market Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout. He's not had that personality. That's what I'm getting yeah, at. He's Phenomenal he's player. Right. Phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. But he's not into the showing, and, and mm-hmm. he's just – he's the type of cat that will hit a – 500 foot home run and he'll just drop it back, make his trout right across the bases, touch home and he'll he'll celebrate with his his homies in the dugout. Right, right. Fernando Tatis, um, it's a showman. He's a showman. Mm-hmm. It actually started with Bryce Harper. Right now, Bryce Harper, they wanted to market him, but the only problem is with Bryce is his value depreciated because his numbers start coming down, mm-hmm. and then once he leaves the Washington Nationals. The next year they won the World Series. Right. So it was like, well, oh, it, it oh, wasn't us. It wasn't him. him. <laughs> it definitely wasn't him. Right. So, you know, it, to me, that depreciates his value. So mm-hmm. now you get young stars like Tatis coming into the league, and it, and it helps MLB because he's a person of color. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he is of Latin descent. Mm-hmm. But his game is backing up his showmanship. Right. The man hit five home runs in three games. Mm-hmm. Really? So Friday hit two home runs right. off of Clayton Kershaw, who's mm-hmm. one of the best pitchers in the league. Mm-hmm. Comes back Saturday, hits two home runs off of Trevor Bauer, another top pitcher in the league. Right. It's a home run last night. It's like at some point I'm thinking, like, don't even pitch to this dude. <laughs> like just, just Barry Bonds. Just don't. Hey. Yeah, go Stand ahead. Up. Yeah. Oh. Go yeah. right here. Take your walk. Mm. Take your walk. All right, go ahead, bro. Take you walk, <laughs> and I and I, I watched last night's game. Oh, hell of a game! Hell mm-hmm. of a game because man, every, every game they played this year been good game. That's what I'm saying. Been every game they played entertaining, and I think I, I think one it's, it, it it started to become uh, a Yankees Red Sox type almost. It's almost I'm it's getting, getting that vibe. That. It's I'm getting, getting that vibe. That. I am you know, definitely and, getting that and vibe. they keep this up mm-hmm. because Red Sox and Yankees are down. Yes, you know, no, no, no. Uh, Red, Red Sox sucks. I up. mean, Yankees, Yankees are, are down. down. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, but the Red Sox still not as great as they were. No, not not to the mystique that yeah. they were. Yeah, yeah I got you. Me, that's I got what you. I meant by that. Okay, but, yeah, okay. but the Yankees are down. <laughs> yeah, they down. <laughs> right. right now. But you know, but I remember back, especially when before the Red Sox beat them. Yeah, man, you just couldn't wait yeah. to watch those games because yeah. you knew it. First of all, you knew it was gonna be good games. Mm-hmm. Second of all. For a Red Sox fan, you just want you just we gotta get this win. Just want just want to beat the Yankees. We just want we don't want to beat the Yankees. Yeah. You know, and I think 
for me. Yeah. Because that's Yankees always been my second team. Mm-hmm. You know, second team, man. Second team. Yeah. Oh my god. That's been my second you team. One of them niggas was second teams and shit. Well, you know, I, because of the Michigan, the, the Michigan, <laughs> Michigan connection with um Jeter. With Jeter. I got you. Okay. You know. Okay. That kind of thing. I guess I'll let you slide. Yeah. Then they always had you know players that you like. You know, I feel you. Reggie Jackson going yeah, oh, back going all the way back to Reggie Jackson. And I got you. Dave Winfield. Okay. You know. I guess I'll stuff like that. Um, Daryl Strawberry, you know, Dar- Mr. right? <laughs> the snowman, <laughs> Mr. Snowman, <laughs> and and then uh, and he can go all the way down the line. They I always have players that you can like. Oh man, you know, I yeah. like so and so. Um, you know, some people hated those players when they went to the Yankees, but yeah, you know, since they wasn't my home team, I didn't care. I got you. <laughs> you, know what I'm I got you. But anyway, um, I think the series for me was better. When the Red Sox didn't win, it's like it seemed like when the Red Sox won, yeah, it won as great to me. Okay, you know because the the thing is like watching them go between their with their tails between their legs every year, mm-hmm. but it built the mystique for next year's. Like, okay, let's see if they can yeah. win this time. You know what I'm then once they won, it's like okay, you won. And and that's what I love about this series. Uh-huh. So so the, so the Dodgers win the win the World Series. Mm-hmm. They beat the Padres on the on the way to getting the right. championship. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get this stuff with Trevor Bauer and spring training and then just literally like they having this fun animosity mm-hmm. and it's, it's captivating to see. Um, but one thing that's really tripping me out about baseball is these new rules that they're implementing to yeah. speed up the game. Right. So there was two things that I saw over the weekend. So, of course, with the, uh, you know, great comeback for the Padres, mm-hmm. they were down oh, it's seven to one mm-hmm. and then they storm and end up winning the game. But so I guess in extra innings now, um, the Last batter that made the last out, mm-hmm. the enemy before it automatically starts on second, right. with no outs. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's a way to speed up the game. I get it, but I kind of don't. Here's my thing about it's baseball. Weird. Here's my thing about baseball. It's because it's so traditional. Why baseball why is up? not football? Baseball is not basketball. No, you know, like with football, they made it more offensive friendly so you can speed the game up. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah, no basketball. You know what everybody with shooting the threes they and stuff like dunks, that. They see three you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it makes sense. Well, baseball it's what's sexy. Right. But baseball, <laughs> because of the way the game is played, Play. speeding it up kind of takes away from the game. Yeah. In some ways. You know what I'm saying? It do, and especially the thing they're doing to speed it up. Yeah. It takes away the games. You can't, you know what I'm saying? It's like you can't speed it up in, in, now, in a I sense. will say this. Mm-hmm. I do like the kind of the 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 kind of chess match you got to play as a manager yeah. with that rule. Mm-hmm. I do like that aspect. Right. But still to me, it's like, because baseball since been such a traditional sport. Mm-hmm. It's like, why mess up that tradition of like, you know, if you want to win the game, make the plays. Not- so, you know, that, that, that was kind of weird for me. And this whole double, double header thing mm-hmm. is weird too. It's because now they're saying, if you got a double header, it's not nine innings. It's just stopping it at seven. And you got pitchers like Madison Bumgarner, who mm-hmm. no hits to Atlanta Braves, right? Do seven innings, won't get credited for a no hitter, right? You know, in that aspect, I'm like, why though? That that if the man no hit the team, mm-hmm. it's a no, it's no hitter. hitter. God, they played. We played three innings. Yeah, it's a no hitter. <laughs> because by your rules, you saying because it's a double hitter, we're going to play seven. Right. All right, I did my job. I no hit him. Give mm-hmm. me credit for no hitter. Right. But they're saying 
because it's not nine innings, it's not yeah. annoying. I just that's don't. That's, that's how baseball is, man. Baseball always been crazy. Yeah. I do like the rule they implemented during COVID. Okay. With the pitchers batting yeah. on both leagues, you know, American and National League. I like that. I think the pitchers should bat, period. I think so too. You know, because if you he's a team, player, yeah, he's a player. You know, if you want, if you want him, you want to win, go right. hit. I mean, <laughs> he should hit. Yeah. You know, regardless if he um, batting one twenty five, he should hit. You know well, they don't that? want they don't want Bumgarner hitting because they, they don't want him because that boy can hit. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him rake. I've seen him. Uh-huh. Got, I've seen him get two home runs in a game before. Yeah. So Bumgarner can hit, but right. you know, crazy weekend with baseball and mm-hmm. basketball. But really, what stole the show this weekend? From all the sports, mm-hmm. UFC put on a hell of a show down yeah. in Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. The first time they Pack had house packed, bro. Yeah. And I know there's some niggas, COVID niggas, cases. Niggas, niggas leave it out with COVID. <laughs> Nigga, you get a T-shirt, a hot dog, and some, and COVID. some of that COVID. <laughs> Boy, they, they was packed in there. They were packed. They was in packed there. in that bitch. Mm, but, Florida, hey, bro. but hell, yeah, because Florida's wide open. But yeah. um, I'll say this: some great knockouts. Yes. Um, even even the women, yeah, um, hey, the women was a hey, uh, what's her name? Thug Rose. She go by Thug mm-hmm. Rose or Rose mm-hmm. uh, Yunus. Mm-hmm. Uh, she beat up. Uh, uh, who did she beat up? I can't even remember who she beat up. But I, I seen it, but I can't remember. Yeah, she, somebody she else got a crazy. Knock, name. She got a first round knockout. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, the Asian woman. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um, um, it was like Zane uh, Saki. Yeah, no, she knocked her out. Yeah, she moved out. Yeah. Uh, Valentina Shevanko. She got a knockout. They was over there knocking heads. Boy, they say, Thug Rose, baby. Yeah, hey, Thug Rose was in there thumping, though. She was in there. Um, So two of the ladies put on absolute knockouts. Of course, knockout of the night. Boy, that boy, Kamaru Usman. Yeah. The Nigerian nightmare. You know what? Let me say this. It's not a get off your chest thing. It's it's, Everybody comes from Nigeria. Why they got to be Nigerian nightmare? Come up with a unique name. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Chris Nakoye. Nigerian Nightmare. You know what I'm saying? Well, because, I mean, it, it fits him that he's a Nigerian Nightmare because if anybody that follows UFC, mm-hmm. Cat's been avoiding Usman. Right. He's been a nightmare to Cat's in mm-hmm. the UFC in that division. I mean, uh, to when you when you got an equality opponent like Jorge Masvidal, the first matchup yes. they had. Never been knocked out. He, he dominated him. Mm-hmm. This, this matchup. Didn't even make it out the first round. Second round. The second round I caught. Was it? In the second round I caught. Mm-hmm. Either way. Yeah. He ain't never been knocked out before. Never. Damn. You saw the sweat come off of him. Bro. It was like a uh, <laughs> like a video game. <laughs> Bro, when this when this <laughs> hey, when the sweat hopped off my man's face, uh, I was like, oh, it's done. Oh yeah, he was gone. He, he his eyes was shut. Mm-hmm. And then you saw he kind of bumped into his shoulder, mm-hmm. and then he was out before he even hit the canvas. Yeah, he was like, oh. and and you know those 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 little little other punches was just he got that nigga hot toddy. All way out, but of course you know with the unfortunate stuff with us uh, uh, UFC um, Chris Weidman. Oh, uh, that was gruesome. Uh, that was nasty. That I kid looked like a, like a noodle. He didn't even know. That it, it was snapped till he tried to plan on it mm-hmm. and it just just buckled. Yeah, it just like Whoop. yeah, and I'm yeah, like, oh. like, yeah, it did look like a back it wrapped around a pole. 
And the crazy thing is, Chris Whiteman, eight years ago, mm-hmm. and Anderson Silva right. kicked him, and the same thing happened to him. Right, right. I don't know if that's karma, because you know you really can't have no control of that. Mm-hmm. But it's just ironic for right. sure that that eight years later, he's the one throwing a kick. And whew, you know think, yeah, that man. that was pretty bad to look I, at. I want to say sure. this about Uzma. Yeah. He looks great. I ain't t- I'm not taking nothing from him. He looks great. But one thing about Uzman, I want to say, nigga, we doing the show, so I call him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that um, one thing I didn't like is sometimes when he led with that right, he ducked his head. Not seeing what he's hitting. Yeah, it's like, and not only that, you know, somebody might catch him, man. No, you, like uh, honestly, you just gave him, you just gave somebody the blueprint. If he's gonna go in with his head down. And he's swinging mm-hmm. uppercut. Catch, oh, catch me one of them knees like um, what's his name did uh Jorge. Yeah, Jorge did my man. Yeah, uh, I can't think of his name. The I one think that it was lost ben to Jake. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Astrid. You know, we catch him because Astrid led with his head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he caught that knee. Who? I mean, so it's like that's one. You know, I heard him say after the uh, fight, you know, he's steady working. You know, I said, like, work on that. Yeah, work on that. Work on that. Great fighter. Not taking nothing away from. He's him. beatable. Huh, yeah. He's beatable. Right. Everybody's beatable. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But work on that. I think, you no, know, that's that. What one weekend I saw, I was like, why he putting his head down yeah. like that? Now, now we'll, we'll see what happens because I think he'll um he'll have the rematch with Kobe Covington. Of course, Kobe Covington was uh, Mr. Trumper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't mind Covington being a Trumper. I just think it was that was just him playing show, mm-hmm. uh, you know. To, to build up the fight, but right. U- Usman dominate. I don't want to say Usman dominated him mm. that that fight, but he ended up getting a knockout later and in, in the fight in the fight in the fifth round or something like that. Mm. But uh, I'm 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 excited to see that one uh, right. that rematch. So, right. but Usman he's beatable. Like, like you said, everybody's mm. beatable. But mm. but for right now, he look good. He's a Nigerian right. now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just one quick uh, little little uh, piece of news uh, before we get to get it off our chest. Right. Um. Of course. Uh, women's Hall of Fame uh, basketball coach Kia Mulkey and the one playing with that mask. Yeah, playing with her mask. <laughs> uh, she'll be uh, playing with her mask now at LSU mm-hmm. instead of Baylor. Um, three-time national champion. Um, she is a native of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, she did uh, play and coach at a time at Louisiana Tech, mm-hmm. but uh, she she trades in uh, Baylor Bears for the LSU Tigers. I mean, a big move uh, for her. I wonder if she's doing that because of all the stuff that happened. Uh, with Baylor, yeah, yeah, so, but I mean, it may not be made this offer some money, but I, I, when I saw that, yeah, I was but, like, but why go to LSU? LSU got their little own little athletic department, they got to get situated with the whole Les Miles situation, yeah, they got their own little issue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to me, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, she don't seem that bright, anyways, <laughs> but no, I just wanted to still shut up and jump a shopping coat. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that that's I mean, it's it's a it's a Huge swift in uh shift, mm-hmm. not swift shift in the uh in the women's uh basketball game for sure. I right. mean, she 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 gets the top recruits. Yeah, you know, if it, if they're not going to Gino Oriama, they're going they were going to Baylor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now it transitions to LSU. But yeah, we just follow and see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But it's that time, of, time of that show. It's that time of that show, bro. Holla at your boy. Uh-huh. 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 Say it with your chest. Now look, we, go. we got the draft coming up on Thursday, right? And I, I'll say this: I think this is going to be the most interesting draft mm-hmm. in such a while because you know it's, it's already written. Trevor's going one. Um, you know, looks like Zach Wilson at two. 
after that, it's, it's what, what, up, the, what the hell ever happens. So I think it's probably going to be the most dramatic draft in forever. Now, we talked about it a million times, but over the weekend, I got the hugest headache when Ian Rappaport, <laughs> who is very a well-respected insider of the NFL, mm-hmm. tweets and says that with the third pick overall, the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers have narrowed it down to Trey Lance, quarterback, and quarterback Matt Jones. Jones. Oh, right. my gosh. Oh, my damn goodness. I thought we were done with this shit, man. I, what, <laughs> what are we doing? You don't go up to the third overall pick to get Mac Jones. I know people, oh, they want to say, oh, Mac Jones is he, he does this well, he does that well. He's, you know, sneaky athletic. Fuck that. Because <laughs> look at the history. Here's my problem with quarterbacks that come from Alabama and Ohio State. You get players that had the proverbial pretty much safety blanket when it comes to football. Okay. You get these guys that are literally surrounded by the best of the best mm-hmm. at their position okay. on one college football team every year. Mm-hmm. Quarterback is protected by the best offensive line, has the best offensive weapons at tight end and wide receivers uh-huh. and running backs, and then protected by all-stars on the defense. That's what happens when you get Alabama and quarterbacks and Ohio State quarterbacks. Okay. They've been protected. You don't get that same protection in the NFL. You don't get all pros on your offensive line from left tackle all the way down to right tackle. You don't get all pros on wide receiver and tight end. You don't get an all pro running back, and you damn sure don't get an all pro defense. That safety blanket is gone. <laughs> You know what happens every time a quarterback from Alabama and Ohio State goes to the NFL? They get exposed. Joe never won a Super Bowl. Hey, man, don't you do that. <laughs> don't you do that. We ain't going down that route no more, my nigga. We ain't doing that no more. <laughs> but God damn yeah, it. always Mark Sanchez. Oh, my God. Can we stop with this? Oh, I'm sorry. That was With uh, this Matt the Jones shit. Come on. We, like, I... Am I missing something? Why is Mac Jones' name keep coming up with the third overall pick? Because Mac Jones <sighs> fits that prototype that they like in the NFL. And he's going to get exposed. And I think that's one of the reasons why he keeps getting picked. I mean, his name keeps coming up. going to get exposed. I'm sorry. I just don't. Look, if he goes to San Francisco, look, Trent Williams on the left tackle, all pro. I get that. The rest of that offensive line is not all pro-ish. Ish. So, I mean, look, if San Francisco wants to go get him, then go ahead. Mm-hmm. But you, you're not you're not upgrading from Jimmy G and saying Mike Jones is the best. And and if they the rumors are true, they're going to keep Jimmy G and Mac Jones is going to learn from him. You're not going to learn what? What are you going to learn? How to stay hurt? <laughs> <laughs> How not to play? Look, San Francisco, yeah, I'll be foolish as hell. To go get Mac Jones. Y'all might as well go get Mitch Trubisky. Oh, oh no, oh, he's in Buffalo. He's yeah, he's back up. <laughs> you don't go to the third overall pick to pick a backup because that's all I see written all over Mac Jones is backup. Mm, mm, mm. I'm done. Fuck out of here. Say it with your chest, little ass <sighs> nigga. These niggas. My mind is going to be very brief. Mac Jones, my ass. <laughs>
So I know I've mentioned this before, but I've been watching and listening to different little sports commentators, and they start they're talking about the Jake Paul and Ben Askren fight. And the one thing that keep coming up is like they'll say, "Yeah, but Jake Paul's taking it serious, and you know he's taking it serious." So here's my thing to that: if he's taking it serious. You can't just go with his training and say he's taking it serious. He needs he needs to take it serious in its totality, mm-hmm. which means he need to fight people seriously. Serious competition. It's a serious <laughs> competition. You know, stop fighting your Bums. granddaddy. Bums. You know, stop fighting people, you know, from a whole different sport that don't even know anything about boxing. <laughs> Stop picking a nigga off down the street and off the corner to fight. <laughs> fight real boxes. One you know, prepared. if you really, if if you really serious about boxing, serious. You know, fight real boxes. Mm-hmm. Stop handpicking. It stop you no know, choosing people who you know you can beat. To me, you just being a bully. That's a bully. That's what bully do. A money grabbing bully. You know. Bullies pick on people that they know they can beat. Mm-hmm. So you're just being a bully. So when people, I hear people say, oh, Jake Paul's taking it serious. You know, look, he's taking it serious. Look at, you know what I say to that? So you can miss me with that bullshit. That bullshit. Miss me with that bullshit. Miss me with that bullshit. And I'm finished. <laughs> 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 hey, facts though. If right. You, if you're really taking it serious, really taking it serious, go get some serious competition. Get some serious. Com- yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of him. He's taking it serious. Yeah, he ain't taking it. Serious. Nah, he ain't taking it. He that serious. He's just trying to hit a lick. Yeah, it, he's been doing a good job of hitting. The I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, I ain't mad about at that. that part because he getting paid. Right, <laughs> but don't keep, don't come with that. He taking it serious, yeah. man. Last time I saw, you missed me with that. Last time I saw, I think they did like 1.3. Shares on that on that pay per view, they yeah. like seventy five million. Yeah. So yeah, hey, mm-hmm. hey, money grabbing bully. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all he is. Anyway, we have come to the end of the show. Great show, big brother. Great show, great bro. show. Great show. Uh, appreciate everybody. Closer to number fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was number forty eight. Forty eight mm-hmm. in the building. So look, um, appreciate everybody tuning in, um, interacting, um, right. always. Um, but look, God willing, come back. Episode 49, Thursday. It's your boy, Wildcard Mar. You know who that guy is, Detroit Mail, IOW, IOW Sports. We are out the building. See y'all Thursday. Peace. The IOW Network.